0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. I bring you greetings from Pastor T. Hallelujah. Maybe Pastor Ian, that should be the one bringing us greetings. <laughs> She'll have the latest info from Pastor T. But we know Pastor T is doing fine. You know, he's been communicating with us. I still sent him a chat this morning, so we know he's very fine. And he just might be somewhere watching us. Say, hello, Pastor T. We will really see you. You know? <laughs> Thank you so much, sir, for this privilege. And I'm trusting that um, as we have come to Zion, I declare in the name of Jesus, for as many that will set their expectations on God, you will receive of him tonight in the name of Jesus Amen. So we are in a season of more than enough. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor it's a season of more than enough. Ask your neighbor, are you experiencing more than enough? Amen. So I'll be building on what we discussed on Sunday, on on what Pastor Inda shared, and trust me, that message uh, from the little she said on Sunday. Did she say little? But, you know, from the summary, because for me, God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I can ever ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work in us. Hallelujah. That was the main thing I left with from that place. And a question kept coming to my mind. What exactly does more than enough mean to me? Hallelujah. It's a season of more than enough. What does more than enough mean to you? I mean, I was having a conversation with one or two people after service. And that is a question that has kept ringing on my mind. Um, I had a similar experience at a time in church. You know, when we treated some series where Pastor T kept talking about the fact that this year we will break records we will exceed expectations. How many people remember that period? You remember that season? You kept declaring you will break records, we will exceed expectations. And, you know, that is just one of the several words that God has sent to us as a people, as a house. And God, is that's not going to be the last word. Hallelujah. More than enough is not going to be the last word we are going to hear from God. But what that experience did for me was that it opened my mind to different, you know, to how to handle the word of God differently. Of course before then i had understood from scriptures that you wage a good warfare with the promises that have been declared prophecies that have gone ahead of you and i understand that we do that in the place of prayer god your word has said this concerning me i will exceed i will break records and exceed expectations and we pray we stay in that place of prayer and we pray but something in addition to prayer happened to me after or during that period that Pastor T kept preaching about exceeding expectations and breaking records. I remember that I left church asking myself, what record are you going to break? What expectations are you going to exceed? And then it dawned on me that, do you even know what records have been set? You cannot break a record that you do not know. If today somebody sits down and says that he wants to set a record, and run 100 meters in two minutes, would that be a record? Would that be a record? Why is that? So it's one minute. Now, somebody has already set a record. Who is that? Who's involved? Now, imagine that someone has never heard of who's votes. Someone has not known that they have exceeded or broken that record or set a record that is way lower than that. The person can go through the stress of, oh, I've run two meters or 100 meters in two minutes. Wow, I'm a world champion. I'm the best in the world. You know, all of those things. And then it don't mean that a lot of times you need to become aware of some of the records that have been set. What are your own expectations? What expectations are you willing to, ex- to exceed in your life? So literally, I, I bought the Guinness Book of Records and I began to study it. What records have been set? What records am I trusting that I'm going to break? Because if the prophecy is that I will break record, I need to know what record. Whether it is breaking record or setting record, I need to know what my own word or interpretation of that word is. So it was in that place of reading about the Guinness Book of Record or reading about the records that have been set... That God now said to me, you know what, I saw a lot of silly things, records that have been set. Somebody in Nigeria had called the Guinness Book of Records. By the way, there is a process to entering the World Guinness Book of Records. So if there's a record you think you want to set, you can actually write to them to say, I want to set a record on XYZ. So they will check and tell you whether it's been set or not. So you know how to either adjust the record you want to set or whatever. But once you agree with them on the record you want to set or break, they will come down and view you. They will come and interview. They will come and record what it is you did and then put you. Is that simple. And guess what? There is a financial reward to exceeding that record. Praise God. So it was in the course of studying but when I saw all of the records that were set, none of them really matched what I was expecting or what I was interested in. And God said, you know, what, Modupe? it's really not about breaking the world's record. Can you even break your own records? And it was at that time in my life, I'd never done a 90 day fasting consistently like that. And I told myself, I said, I will start from somewhere. So I looked at my life, I looked at something, because sometimes you need to take God literally at his word. If God says you're not going to be in the same place you were last year, for some people it can literally mean that you change your house address. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. It can mean for some people that we should not find you where you were last year, the same place this year you shouldn't be doing things the same way you were doing it last year but the question is how many of us really understand the word that proceed from this pulpit i totally know that it's the spirit of god that will give interpretation to us but and that's why we're going to be having conversations on faith for more than enough hallelujah faith for more than enough and i trust that god will expand his word in your heart how you need to hear it how you need to understand it that will produce the desired result in our heart i declare that the holy spirit will give us interpretation in the name of jesus so talking about faith for more than enough i'm going to start from four things i mean I'm, my, my, my talk is going to be pretty much around four major things the bible says in the book of hebrews 11 verse 1 It says what? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The first place where we need to start from where faith is concerned is having an expectation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are talking about more than enough. And how many people want to see more than enough in their lives? The first place we need to start from is having an expectation. It says faith is the substance of things you are expecting. The evidence of things you have not yet seen with your physical eyes. But when we talk about things hoped for... We're talking about things that you desire, things that you expect, things that you anticipate to see in your life. And so the first step towards, you know, faith for more than enough is to have a vision that is more than enough. So if we look at our lives... And we understand that our life has different expressions, that is, or different dimensions. So you hear people saying, my career life, my marital life, my all of those lives. What we are simply saying, the marital expression of my life and all of that. So in the different dimensions of your life, whether it's in your physical wellness, whether it's in your psychological or emotional wellness, whether it's in your financial wellness, or whether it's in your social, your career, and all of those things, you must see more than enough finding expression in every single aspect. Are you following me? So more than enough. So if I want to use a financial expectation because that's more quantifiable, I mean, I left the I left Sunday service asking myself what exactly is more than enough in my finances. I said to myself, I said more than enough for me would be me earning a million naira on a daily basis. Praise God, that is a vision. That is an expectation. Now, faith is the substance of a million naira on a daily basis for Modupe where her finances is concerned. And they have evidence of the bank account that is yet to reflect that amount. Praise God. So what is more than enough for you? At some point, we need to sit down and say, Pastor Nida has you know, brought the word of the Lord to us on Sunday and said, our God is a God of more than enough, but I need to be able to translate what more than enough means in each aspect of my life. Praise God. So we need to have a strong vision of more than enough. Then the second step we need to do is to ask yourself, what will it require of me? Glory to God. What will it require of me? Ask yourself, what are the requirements for what the things that I desire? What will it require of me? Assess yourself. Take heed to yourself. God is asking you to believe him for more than enough. God is asking Mary for something that has never happened before, to break a record, to exceed an expectation. How shall these things be, seeing that I know not a man? That was a moment of assessment. This thing you have put in my heart that is going to happen as an expectation, as a vision, I've looked at myself, how is it going to happen? Because I am not physically fit to carry it out. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. There is a moment, there's a, there's a time where we need to sit down and ask ourselves, what is it going to require of me? What is it going to cost me? The Bible says, is there anyone that wants to put up a building that will not first of all sit down and do what counts the cost? What is it going to require of me? I mean, I sat down there, and the question I've been asking myself since Sunday is, what can you do to produce a million naira on a daily basis? And I said to myself, a million naira every day is one million people giving me one naira. Am I correct? Every day. What can I sell? What solution can I provide? That will make people, one million people, to give me one one naira every day. If you begin to divide it down, you will get to the point where a million naira is 1,000 people giving you 1,000 every day. What can I do? I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. You begin to ask yourself real and relevant questions. The commandments of God are not grievous. The word that God has given to the house to produce more than enough should be something that we see as possible. And it is possible. But a lot of times we do not allow this word to interact with us. We do not stay long enough on that word. We receive it, yes, in the place of prayer. We believe it and then we go. But do we really sit down? And that is what the process of meditation is. God is able to do exceedingly above all I can ever ask, think, or imagine according to that power that is at work in me. His power is at work in you. So the question of me producing a million daily is not a function of God's ability. The question is, can you see it? The further you break it down, the more possible it becomes you know why your vision beca- begins to expand you begin to ask yourself what solutions am i able to produce that will command this do i have the capacity to deliver this praise god and then you move on from there of course identifying what it will require of you there are certain test steps you will need to take whether it's in the place of prayer in the study of the word Whether you see that maybe your faith cannot carry the one million yet. So maybe wisdom is what you need to bridge that gap. Maybe acquiring information or knowledge is what you need to bridge that gap. Maybe associating with someone is what you need to bridge that gap. Are you following me? You must identify what is required to bridge whatever gaps. And of course, when you identify what is required, then you need to execute. So those are pretty much the four things, but I'm going to go into each one of them, you know, in in depth. So if we want to take the first one where we said, have a strong vision of more than enough. We understand from the scriptures, praise God, in Deuteronomy 1 verse 11. Can we quickly turn our Bibles to Deuteronomy Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11, God was speaking to the house of Israel and he was giving them a promise in that place. And God said to his people, he said, is it there? They opened it. He said, what? May the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are. And may he bless you as he has promised you. Now, scriptures like this from the scripture helps us to have a mental picture of what God's desires or God's promises towards us are. And these scriptures are supposed to be used to create mental pictures of our desired future. Praise God. So if I go back and I ask myself, if the Lord God of my fathers has said he's going to make me a thousand times more. If I add that thousand times more to what I am even currently earning, where my finances are concerned. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's making sense. It's making a million naira daily, almost. Day. You understand what I'm trying to say? So that scripture has given me a picture. So getting a picture is very crucial for us. You will remember the story of Abraham. The Bible said that at some point, when he had to depart from Lot, if you read the book of Genesis chapter 13, verse 14, the Bible said that after Lord had, had chosen the path, the choicest path, the Lord said to Abraham, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are at. Please, can you open that scripture? It says, lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, and westward. Next verse says what? He said... For all the land which, which you see, I will give to you and to your descendants forever. Now, it is crucial for us to create pictures of our more than enough. Are you following me? Because as far as your eyes can see, is what your hand can handle. The place you cannot see, you cannot attain. The more than enough that your heart or your spirit man cannot conceive, it cannot receive. Praise God. Ask your neighbor, what do you see? What are your expectations? What are the things that you're hoping for? What is your definition of more than enough? Can I hear you ask your neighbor very well? Then open Haggai chapter 2 verse 6. That's another scripture that God put in my heart in this season. Glory to God. Haggai chapter 2 verse 6. Praise God. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, once more, it's a little while, not too long from now, I will shake the heaven and the earth. I will shake the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all the nations, and they shall come to the desire of the nations. And I will fill this temple with the glory, with the glory of God. Says the Lord of hosts. Next verse. It says, "The silver is mine, and the gold is mine." So, having read and understood that God's expectation of me is that I should lift up my eyes, and whatever my eye sees is what I well, whatever my eye sees is what I will possess. I also understand from scripture, it is God's delight to make me a thousand times more. And I understand that it is not just willing, he is able because the silver and the gold is is. Ease. Then I'm confident that my vision is valid. I'm confident that I can ask of him. He said, ask of me, the uttermost part of the earth for your possession. He said, ask of me and I will give you the heathen for an inheritance. What are you asking God for? The reason why some people are not seeing more than enough is because they cannot see more than enough. And if you cannot see it, you cannot ask for it. What are you seeing? What is your vision of more than enough? I will expect that somebody will leave this place and stratify or classify the different areas of your life. And say, this is what more than enough means for my business. This is what more than enough means for my academics, or my marriage, or my children, or whatever it is. And so that you can have the right picture. Praise God. Now, another thing you need to do is to have the right association. These are things that help you aid your vision. Now, the Lord has spoken all along before Lot departed from Abraham. It was God's desire to bless Abraham. It wasn't that it was after after Lot left that God now changed his mind. When he asked him to leave his father's house originally, it was because God wanted to set him apart. It was because God had a blessing. God had decided to use Abraham, hallelujah, as a propagation of the blessing. Amen. So the fact that Lot was in his life was a distraction. Are you following me? So sometimes, some people are not able to step into their more than enough like they should because they have been yoked with the wrong association. Some people have limited their vision because the people around them can't see bigger. You share sometimes your vision with people and they are like, you are too optimistic. You are believing too much. How can you believe that? Start from where you are at. And I totally understand that. But then there is a God that can do more than enough. My friends may not be able to appreciate more than enough because they are not God. The silver and the gold is not theirs. They weren't the ones who said they will make me because they cannot make me. God was the one who said, I will make you a thousand times more. So if I tell somebody today that I'm, I'm expecting a thousand percent increase in my income, it may look impossible. Are you following me? What kind of information have we exposed ourselves to? Because again, the kind of vision we have is, 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 is determined by the kind of association and the information we expose ourselves to. Praise God. I tell some people, I try to use an illustration. I say, if I, tell, if I go to the village where my father came from, and I tell them that God is preparing a place for you in heaven, it's a mansion. And I tell them to give me an expectation of what a mansion is. What kind of house are they expecting? By the time they describe that mansion, if you get to Lagos, you can find that description. Because where they are at, there are some things their mind cannot appreciate. But if you tell a white man, eh, who is earning a million dollars monthly, that God has prepared a mansion for you, the the definition will change. The picture of mansion, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say, there are some houses you get to, I mean, it's not like I've been to a lot of places, but then there are some places you get to and you'll be like, please, this is life. I mean, you get in, the door is opening, things are talking to you, you know, all those things. And then you tell that person that there is still a better life. The question is, how good can it be? You know why? Because it's so great already. The question, what is is that house going to have in heaven that the one here doesn't have? But if you take somebody from my village to that kind of place, person can pass out. (laughs) That this can be, we must have died. (laughs) I'm going to share a story. I remember somebody came from that side of our town and came to our house. So he needed to use the restroom many, many years ago. So we took him to the restroom. Ah, he flew back. I can't use that kind of thing. This kind of ceramic bowl. This bowl that they should be using to serve somebody. I should sit down. Mm -mm, I can't do that. Praise God. Because in that person's mind, it cannot relate with the fact that you're using something this beautiful, delicate, that is looking like a bowl. you should serve a king to do what we are talking about. Vision. Association. Information. So a lot of times, more than enough has been limited to the kind of information and association we have. And for some people... They can see the vision of more than enough. They understand that God is able to do more than enough. But then, they are not able to exert themselves for the more than enough. More than enough will require you to do more than enough. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. The Bible says that, have you seen a man that is diligent in his works? He will stand before kings and not ordinary men. The reason why some people are still standing before ordinary people is because they are not diligent. It's not me, the scripture. And a lot of times, we need to have tough conversations like Pastor T will tell us, why is my life like this? Why am I knocking doors and the doors are not opening to me? Have you seen a man diligent in his work? is automatic. He will stand before kings and not ordinary men. Now, we recently saw the video of these four girls, right? That developed an app for fake drugs. How many people have seen that picture, that video? These children were not born when fake drugs started in Nigeria. But they've overtaken a lot of us. What have we been doing? What have we been doing? Now these children, who are teenagers by the way, they have stolen the show. Now they've become celebrities on overnight. Now, what they were doing, what, when they were walking, maybe some of us were sleeping. When those children were thinking of fake drugs in Nigeria and how many lives have been lost, some of us were complaining, wrap the complaint, continue from tomorrow, but some girls were working tirelessly, making something to happen. Now, they are on the world stage. We are sharing their video. Is it video we are here to share? When are we going to share your video? when are we going to celebrate your vision turned reality when is more than enough going to stop being a prophecy but a performance in your life have you seen a man diligent in his work he will stand before kings and not ordinary men i mean we're having i was having a conversation with some people earlier today god has prophesied is not the prophecy The question is, are you performing? Are you working? Are you waging a good warfare like the scripture says? The Bible says in the book of Hebrew, it says some people have not labored. That's the reason why they've not entered rest. There's a diligence required. Praise God. So you've seen the vision of where you are going. You've seen you have the right association, but then some people are not lifting a finger. Nobody is going to push if you don't push yourself. The man sat beside the pool of Bethsaida. I'm very, he said, I'm very sure that an angel at a particular point comes into this pool. When he stays it up, immediately you get into the river, you are healed. He knows his healing is just right in front of him. He said, but there's no man to push me. There's no man to motivate me. There's no man to tell me to go and submit my CV. There's no man to send me for that job. There's no man to help me or no woman to recommend me. There's nobody to refer me. Excuses. Some people, the invention they're inventing is the biggest excuse in the world. Why it cannot happen. We're all in this Nigeria when those children produce the app. We didn't hear PIM. Praise God. Secondary school teenagers where were you when you were a teenager in fact now that you are not a teenager what are you doing with your time hallelujah are we still in church please it's not <laughs> i hope i'm not using pastor Tista, <laughs> it's why is quiet even me i'm asking myself why is my life like this why is it just taking me time to discover that my age mate mark zuckerberg is, is among the top 10 in the world hallelujah praise god So we've mentioned some of the hindrances, some of the things standing in the way of people. And I'm going to mention a lot more. Hindrances to obtaining are more than enough. A lot of people are where they are at. You know, the Bible says that they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Exploit talks about, I don't know if my message is arranging, but you're arranging it right. Is it flowing? (laughs) Praise God. The Bible says that they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And I remember there was a time, I mean, I kept, I mean, I've meditated on that scripture a time, a while ago. And I kept asking myself, I want to do exploits. Maybe, okay, I want, I desire to do exploits. But maybe the reason why I'm not doing exploits and I'm not... Walking in the dimension of strength required to do exploit is because my understanding of God or my understanding of his ability, what he can do, what he has is very low. Because the word has said that those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Exploits refers to gigantic things, big things, awesome things, more than enough kind of things. Praise God. So the question is, what is your understanding of God? Do you really know what God can do? Do you really believe? Because we talk about the fact that faith is simply confidence in God. Faith is simply knowing that God is able to live up to his word. Faith is not just agreeing. It is knowing and convinced that, you know what, even if it's not evident in my life yet, it's not God because I know God. Praise God. What? How well do you know God? I will measure how well you know God by the exploits you've done. So if you have not done exploits, you've not seen exploits, you need to ask yourself, how much of God do I really know? Or do I only mentally assent to God? Hallelujah. The children of Israel were told to go up and take up the promised land. Hallelujah. Some spies were sent. And let me tell you that those spies were not Egyptian spies. They were from the camp of God. They were people that the leaders had trusted would come back with an objective. If you get what I'm trying to say, they were chosen, were they not? From the camp. These were people to an extent that people could trust their judgment. People could rely. People had certain expectations that when they come back, they will give us a good report. But they went and they came back. Only two could stand and say, we can go up and take it over. Majority said, we were like grasshoppers. We were weak. They said we were small in our own sight. You know why? Because they do not, the people that they saw, is it different from the people that those other people saw? It's not like those people used magnifying lens and they just all of a sudden looked so small or looked big and they felt they could. It was an understanding of God. It's that confidence that made David to withstand Goliath. He stopped seeing sight, he saw God. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Now, some of us need to look at the things standing in our way and say, Who is this or what is this uncircumcised situation in my life? Today you will come down. How can you harass a child of covenant? How can you tell me that it is impossible to make a million naira daily? You are uncircumcised to think that. You are circumcised to say that to me because I believe that the God of my fathers is willing and able to make me a thousand times more. What do you believe about God? Is it the same God that we are serving? Is it the same understanding of God that we have? When we say God is too much, God is all of that, how big is your God? It's not by how you do your hand. It's about the exploits that I see you do. Now, some people believe God. They have a good knowledge of God, a great knowledge of God. But you don't know who you are in God. Some people don't understand who God has made them to be. The Bible says that whoever is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Are you convinced about that? For some people, it is total lack of um, knowledge. We don't even know what God has promised us in the scriptures. Some people have read it, but it hasn't fully settled. And for those, you need to at some point sit down and interact with that word. So yes, I know God. But the reason why I said earlier that some people have a fair knowledge of God is there's no way you will come in contact with God and you won't find yourself in him. don't know if you get what i'm trying to say you are in god you are his express image you were made in his image and in his likeness in fact he said as he is so are we in this world praise god so when god says it's time for more than enough you need to see yourself having more than enough hallelujah glory to god I remember at some point in this year, at the beginning of this year, precisely I didn't know where income was going to come from. I stopped working sometime last year. Of course, I had say, well, I have savings, I have investments and all that, but we decided we're not going to touch all of those. We're going to create income. We're going to create income. We, we didn't save to spend. We're going to create income. And at the beginning of the year, it looked so hazy. Where is it going to come from? Where is money going to come from? And I remember there was a day I had an expectation. I'd given out some free trainings online. I'd said, you know, if you're interested, your organization wants to have trainings, contact me and all that. And I was all over the place doing trainings from one organization to the other. Maybe a lot of people thought I was being paid. For some, they paid me. For some, they didn't. There was a particular one all I had in my bank account was a thousand naira and I needed to drive through Lekito Gate. I didn't have cash on me and all I could give them was my driver's license and my international passport. Just to show you that I'm on my way back, I will come back for this document. Trusting and hoping and you know hoping, I can say hoping because I wasn't, I was, my faith was in them. That they will give me something like, uh-uh. Will somebody come all the way from mainland? It's not even possible. You give me something now. I did the training. I exceeded expectations. Ah, that was powerful. I exceeded time too. I exceeded everything. Ah, that's how they started seeing me awful. Ah. So I was thinking, okay, at some point I said, okay, my staff will follow you. So I thought, Maybe you sent the staff. I entered the car, sat down. I didn't want to close the door immediately in case... They wanted to give me something. The only thing I left that place with was my bottle of water that they gave me just at the time I was coughing in the middle of the presentation. I said, Well, I'd exceeded time of bank. We like go to ATM and we draw 1,000 naira. But that day I didn't even have ATM. So I begged GTB. I said, Please, I need to. Ent- I didn't even know how to collect the money. But I collected it and I went back to that toll gate. I gave the guy 1,000, wanted to give me change. I said, please hold it. I will not, I will not do that. Now, I left that place with so much pain, with so much hurt in my heart. And I said to myself, you, you were looking to men. Now, men have shown you the best of them. Because if God hasn't put it in their heart, they cannot do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? They will not even think of it. Or if they think of it, they will not be able to give you. Have you asked people for money before? Ah, There's no cash on me. If I had, I would have given you. It's not in their hands to give you. Some people, you will share your challenge with them. You have money on you, but it didn't cross your mind to give to them until they've left. And then you'll be like, oh my God, and I should have, you know. It's because it wasn't for them to give to you. But a lot of times we have wrong expectations. We are looking to the wrong sources for more than enough. The man that cannot get more than enough for himself, how can he give you more than enough? Shift your focus. Come to discover what you have been provided in Christ Jesus. Know God and find yourself in Christ Jesus. A lot of times, the reason why we are not experiencing that is just because we don't know who we are. Like we ought. Praise God. Now, not translates to certain things called limiting beliefs. Are you following me? What do we call it? Limiting beliefs. It's a limiting belief that will make you think that with an OND, the best I can earn is 80,000 naira monthly. Some people don't even believe that you can earn 80,000 with OND. But I'm here to tell you that I know a guy in this Lagos Whose only qualification is Swaek. He's working in one of the biggest fintech companies in Lagos. His total cost to company income is about thirty million, and he started working with—is it tasty fried chicken or mamakas? Hallelujah! So a lot of things are possible, but because we don't know who we are, we think little. Of ourselves sometimes. Oh, I only have O.N.D. And so the only opportunities we think of are things that are little. Because in our own selves, we think little of ourselves. The question is, how big, how far can your eyes see? I was talking to a guy recently and he said, "I I discovered during my interview process, that I had hepatitis. Apparently, he discovered that he had gone for interviews. And then, on two different occasions, he had done medicals. And then, he doesn't hear from the company. So, he got concerned that could there be something about that medicals. And so, he went to do a test on himself. And then, he realized that he had hepatitis B. Now, I don't know if it's dangerous. Or if it's something people are careful about. Is what? Dangerous. So he hasn't been employed. Guess what? He finished with a distinction, with a first class. So he's trusting God for a job. And because of that, he has been depressed. He said, I get depressed a lot of times. I said, why? He said, because I don't think I can get a job. I said, who told you that your prosperity is through a job? Because you are expecting your breakthrough from the wrong source, it has started leading to certain outcome. You are getting depressed because you have assessed yourself in your own self. You don't qualify to get a job. So he has been trying to do all these sales, van sales, first class graduates. How do you see yourself? And I'm here to tell you at some point, at some time, the reason why some people are not experiencing more than enough is because the enemy sets embargo. But there is a greater God that we have. If we understand that God has highly exalted him and has given him a name that is above every other name, that the name of Jesus every knee bows and every tongue confesses the lordship. There is no embargo that can stop you. The Bible said that even when Daniel prayed and the prince of Persia withstood his answer, God sent what an angel to take delivery. Praise God god is working on your behalf but are you aware we need to wake up to what god is doing we need to believe that god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ever ask or imagine i said my brother the only reason why you feel depressed is because you in your own self have evaluated yourself and you are you have held on to your weaknesses more than your strengths He said, I have a lot of business idea, but sometimes this depression just starts and I'm not able to do anything. I said, because you allow it. How about shifting your focus? You remember that thing we said about vision? The thing you focus on ultimately increases. What you pay attention to increases. When you pay attention a lot to your inabilities, they increase. Now, let me tell you, the Bible says that God has set the solitary in families. Your, 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 you were created to have need for fellow men. You are a social being. You are not just a spiritual being. You are a social being. Are you following me? Your weaknesses that you have identified is for you to identify people that compliment you. It's not to weigh you down. The Moses that God used to deliver the children of Israel was the stammerer. Yet his assignment that God gave to him was to go and speak before the king. He had the vision. He got a partner. He said, God, you have to help me. And God said, Aaron, your cousin, will go with you. He will be what? Your spokesman. But imagine if Moses had sat down with that condemnation. Sometimes I tell people, your vision is not greater than your challenge. That's why you are stranded. If the vision, if the picture of what you carry inside you is so strong, you fly over. The Bible said, by my God, I have run through troops. And by my God, I have lived over walls. By my God. Not in my own strength, but in my God. By my God's ability. Hallelujah. So there is really nothing standing in my way for more than enough. Another reason is general lack of focus. The vision is there, but some people are distracted. They are distracted by what is going on in their neighbor's life that is not happening in their lives. They are distracted by what is generally going on around in the nation that may be a potential threat. When God gave you that dream, when God asked Moses to go and deliver the children of Israel, did he not know that Pharaoh was going to be adamant? Was there not a plan B? So the God that has given you such vision for more than enough, is he not aware that there are socio-political challenges in the country? The God that promised Abraham to be the father of many nations, was he not aware that the womb of Sarah's wife was closed? The God that said the children of Israel were going to take possession of the promised land, was he not aware that there were giants in the land? But in spite of that, only people that kept their eyes on the focus, on their vision. David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that has come to harass the armies of Israel? His eyes was on the covenant. The question is, what agreement, what covenant do you have with God that your focus is on? People say this, that if you don't stand for anything... If you don't stand for something, rather, you do what? You fall for anything. If there's no vision you are pursuing, you will pursue other people's vision. They will give you their own vision to run with. And because it's not your own, you can't run well with it. And because it's not your vision, you are not graced for it. And so, people struggle month in, month out, year in, year out, not really arriving at where God has prepared for them. Are we still in church? Some people are not attaining their more than enough, like I mentioned earlier, because of lack of diligence. We need to stop laziness in our midst. We need to learn to wake up and work. Like Pastor T would help us, you know, do balance. Grace is not the absence of works. Grace is that you are working with ease. Grace is not that you will not do work. The Bible says that they labored, that you need to labor to enter into your rest. Praise God. When we see people that are shining, the question is, what have they put in the works? David did not just show up because he had a big mouth. David could show up against Goliath, because in the wilderness he was prepared. He said, "I fought the lion." I didn't run away when the lion showed up. A lot of people have been running away from their lions. Some people's challenges is supposed to stretch you for your next level. So some people have been running away from their bears, And so when the real situation comes that requires that tenacity and grit, their strength and stamina is not able to withstand it. May you be prepared in the day of your visitation. In the name of Jesus. Are we as diligent as we should be? Are we putting in the hours like we should? Are we paying the price like we should? I was having a conversation with a pastor earlier today. He said a lot of believers are practicing convenient Christianity. You're trusting God for more than enough. Are you giving more than enough? Are you doing, I mean, trusting God for a next level? The question is, have you moved to the next level? What have you done that has qualified for the next level? Now, again, let me strike the balance like Pastor Tim would say. It's not like you need that. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? You have been blessed. You are already blessed. But David did not sit down and look at Goliath and say, you know what? Yeah, are don't deal. And then went back home. No, he put his stone in the sling and he drew it and killed Goliath. Are we together? There was an action that he took. You need to take certain actions to make your Goliath to, to give way. And that was the beginning of David's manifestation. That was the day he left the wilderness from the, for the palace. There's a level of exertion that your dream would require of you. A lot of people standing in great places today. Now, the beautiful thing or the interesting thing is, it's, it's a principle of life. Have you seen a man that is diligent? He didn't say, have you seen a believer? He didn't say, have you seen a child of God? Somebody said, David o, 30 billion in the account. He, the guy is in the studio producing music, working, I don't know how many albums he has produced, But for him to be hitting, he's producing quite constantly. Am I correct? And so we are complaining. Oddly music is all over the place. It's because some people are working hard at it. How many music have we produced from our own side consistently? What have we done? Praise God. Have you seen a man that is diligent in his work? He will stand before kings and not men, men. Then, some reason why people are not walking is folly, foolishness. The Bible says that he that walks with the wise shall be wise, but a companion or a company of fools shall be destroyed. Some people are foolish not because they want to be foolish, but foolishness is simply that you are not acting in wisdom. Now, how can a believer not act in wisdom? Number one, by not activating the wisdom of God in you. So I'm sitting down, for instance, I'm saying, okay, I'm trusting God for a million naira daily. I'm asking myself, what can I do to produce on a daily basis that will earn me that amount? I'm prayerfully activating the wisdom of God inside me. God, what have you deposited on my inside that will produce, that will identify the problem that this world needs that will cause a value transfer? Or a value exchange. Because when value is exchanged. It's not a function of money. So what I mean directly. What I'm not asking God for. I'm not asking God for in that sense. A million naira daily. I'm asking him for a problem worth a million naira daily. That my capacity may be increased. To solve a million naira daily worth of problem. So that ultimately I can earn it. Earning is not a problem. The doing is the problem. So it is the wisdom of God that will help you identify problems. It is the wisdom of God that will help you classify and know which problem is valuable. Because not all problems are valuable. There's no way somebody can do sewage business. I don't know the dimension. Maybe the wisdom is not yet available to me. But do you know sewage business? You know sewage business? You know sewage business? I just had to use that name so that we don't We make this place holy. I don't know how you would do sewage business. Is it really a problem? You say you are using sewage. Except you found something that sewage can do. Gas. Agriculture. manure, And all of those things. But that you are just packing it. It's not translating to much. That's not valuable. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. It takes the wisdom of God to identify what can lead to your more than enough. It was the wisdom of God that made David to ask, what shall be given to the man who brings this man down? He could have saved that food and left. He could have given his brother what he was concerned. In fact, when his brother shut him down, it was wisdom that made him to press on. If you are not answering me, let me ask somebody that has my time. Are we wise? Are we activating? Are we tapping into the wisdom of God inside us? How can wisdom come? Of course, in the place of prayer. When we talk about gaining the knowledge of God, understanding God, getting to know God, it's in the place of the study of the word and interacting with his spirit. Now, if I had started earlier with us, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Oh, it's almost sounding like cliche. Ah, we know now, faith comes. But it's in the place of interaction. Now, some people, I don't know if you've ever been in somebody's company, and you don't even know what to say to them. You're just there, you're just keeping quiet. Okay, I'm not going to share this example because the person might just be listening. But I had one of the most interesting questions in my life. Somebody looking for work. I refer you to somebody I know can help people get jobs. And I tell you, this is what this person is able to do. And I say, talk to this person. And then you ask me, what am I supposed to tell the person? You can tell the person that my name is Duque. I don't know if you get what I mean. But do you understand what I'm saying? you're looking like (laughs) seriously but you'll be interested in what people don't appreciate or understand so when we say interact with the word of god that it may make you wise i remember the time somebody said duper you sometimes act older than your age i said the word of god has made me wise unto all things because that's pretty much what the bible says it will do It says, let no man despise your youth, but be thou an example of a believer. I quoted that scripture. My age is not going to be an issue. I'm going to deliver results that are beyond me. I'm still still trusting God to deliver them. Because I've seen what people that have done. Praise God. But what am I saying? All of these things take us back to that place where we need to discover God. We need to find out what God has provided. We need to go back to the word of God and get ourselves rooted. It's not too big for God to make you a thousand times more. Just put these zeros behind your salary. God is able to do it. But a lot of times our minds, once you do that multiplication, especially for me, there were times God will make you a thousand times more. By the time I add it, I'm like, all these people come in and say, God gave me 200, 200%, 250%. All of those things, you know. How is it going to, by the time I do, I just shut it down like, you know, or whatever. I just shut it down unconsciously. But sitting down, I've just, I've come into my place where I'm aggressively taking it. I'm taking the word of God literally. Praise God. When we get into that place, the Bible says, Acquaint down thyself with what? With the word of God. Thereby shall what? Good come to you. So if you desire the goodness of God, the more than enough of God to come to you, there's an acquaintance that you need to make with the word of God. Study the word of God. Get yourself interactive with the Holy Spirit that he may lead you and make you wise in all things. Hallelujah. Praise God. Keep your vision in view and renew your mind. The Bible says in the book of Romans 12:2, it said do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. God is not limited to your academic qualifications. God is not limited to your geographical location. God is faithful to honor his word. God is committed to his word. He said, my, vo- my word shall not return to, to me void until it has accomplished that for which it has been sent. And so if God says it's a season of more than enough, that word is not going to return to back, to, back to God void until it has been accomplished in our lives. That word is not returning until until it has made you rich in all things. That word is not returning to God void until you have seen the manifestation in your marriage. That word is not going back to God empty until it has fulfilled its assignment in your finances. That word is not going back to God void until your life has experienced a total life transformation. Will you wage a good warfare? And that is what we are going to do tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to cast down every imagination this morning. Every limiting belief, everything that I said you cannot go beyond a particular level. Everything that I said to you, no, it is for them, not for you. Everything that I said to you that you know what is not people like you they are looking for, is people like this. All those things that have shortchanged you or limited you from accessing the more than enough from God is destroyed tonight in the name of Jesus. Now keep your vision in view. Renew your mind. Minimize distractions. People that do not contribute to the attainment of your vision. People like lots in your life. Separate yourself from them. And sometimes, you know, like I've realized, a lot of times um, we are trying to, we we are spending, and this is how you do it. I mean, that's just what I want to say. You don't try to tell people, I don't want you in my life. That's where some people get stuck. You have seen the people that you want to let go out of your life, but you don't know how to tell them. How will I tell? No, you don't have to tell them. The only thing you do with replacing old habits is to form new ones. What you do with changing old friends is to find new friends that will replace the old friends. Such that when your old friends and time-stealing friends and vision-destroying friends come, you do not have time because you've been occupied by good friends. Praise God. And that's why we say a lot of times, you know, in the place of yeah, coming to church, spending time in the Word, occupy your time. He said, Stop, I do chats, I do conversations, things that are not productive in your life. Because a lot of times, some people in being lazy, in whiling away time, distractions come in. Get yourself busy with the study of God's Word, with quality association of fellowship with God and His Spirit. And of course, with friends. Friends can mean for you to come to church. It can mean spending time in God's house. Hallelujah. Online is good. Watching online is good. But some people, you get distracted online. You are watching online. Your neighbor comes in, you pause it, and then you don't remember to go back again. But your neighbor can't come here. Before he comes, drink of traffic. Praise God. Of course, exercise yourself onto excellence and productivity. Don't say people should take you the way they are. Ah, this is the way I am. Sorry. Don't let people take you the way you are. This is who I am. If you can't tell me the way I am, it's your problem. No! Let's be excellent. You need to be great to attract greatness. Greatness does not associate with mediocrity. A lady once went for her master's and came back and said, I desire to work in the oil sector of Nigeria. And began to look for oil sector job, oil sector job, oil sector job did not come. And then she got to know about some conference that oil sector people have in Abuja. She raised the money for flight, registered for the conference, printed cards for showing her phone number, email her name and all that, went for the conference. Of course, she left the conference with a job. Because in that place, she started networking. She started, she did not sit down in her house expecting that somebody will link me somebody who is that somebody that will link you even me i don't know the somebody so sometimes we need to exercise ourselves go to places don't think little of yourself don't think you do not belong to a particular place because if you really think you don't belong truly you don't because only people who think they are able to take the land will actually eventually take the land do you think you are able? The Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The Bible says now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ever ask, think, or imagine. In fact, there's something, you know, the Bible, you know, we, we say, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. It's actually true. You know, We've realized that you become your most predominant thoughts. Has it ever happened to you that you think of somebody and then tomorrow that person just shows up? They're like, I still thought about you yesterday. How about you thinking or spending time to meditate on that which you just want to show up in your life? That thing is not a coincidence. It's for real. It's not, I don't know what you call it. It's for real, like really. If you put it strong enough in your eyes you will eventually soon hold it in your hands. Now, I told you about how I I, mean, I was struggling in the business and all of that. It was, it was, I mean, I was surprised when I, I got an accountant. Recently, I opened domiciliary account. I, opened, I said, I want to open a dom account. They said, is it USD? I said, open USD, open euro, open pound. Is that, those are the three, right? I said, open everything for me because I'm expecting an abundance. I'm expecting nations to call me. I'm expecting countries that will not say, and guess what? At the time I opened, in fact, what prompted it was somebody reached out to me from Ghana and said, we want you to come and facilitate a session, can you? And it it felt good preparing my invoice in dollars. And it was shortly after that, somebody said, are you available to facilitate a training in New York? I said, I'm ready. I said, I'm available. If you don't prepare for your abundance, then you may not be ready for it. Praise God, How ready are you? Sometimes these things will come in prompt. I got an account to I had to do my books, and I was looking at my account and like, we've made seven digits. Seriously? Wow. We've done seven digits just like that, and I've not done many projects. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ever ask, think or imagine. Are you thinking? Are you asking? Sometimes some people are asking, they are asking amiss. The Bible says you, some, some people ask and do not receive, because they do what? They ask wrongly. But tonight we are going to ask a right, hallelujah. Can we rise up to our feet this evening? The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station.